The views expressed on the International Internet Strangers podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the United Kingdom, the United States, their respective societies for the prevention of cruelty to animals, or postal services. Hey, hey, beautiful babies. Thank you so much for coming along on this very second episode of the International Internet Strangers podcast. Got it in one that time. And uh, yeah, so what we've got here, we've got the second part of the newlywed game. And because the second, it was originally going to be the second part of the newlywed game and then the second part of Zen's random stuff on the same episode. But that second part ran really long. It's re- it's good. It's a great, great little conversation. We have a good time. But to in order to not have huge monolithic episodes, uh, not take up too much of your time, that uh, it's just going to be this. And then the next episode, episode three is going to be the other half of Zen's random stuff. But uh, yeah, we we are having a great time doing the show. Very happy that you're coming along. And uh, honestly, anything you have to say, if you've got like a mixtape that you put together that you want us to hear, uh, or you have uh, comments on anything or corrections, uh, anything like that, shoot us an email, uh, international, no, the email is internetstrangerspod at gmail.com. The Twitter is at IISpod and the Instagram is at IISpodcast. And that's all you need to know. Everything else is uh, is covered. Thanks for stopping by. Okay. I'm all genuinely right, nervous. I think I'm going to get these all wrong. <laughs> all right. Round two. Mm-hmm. Zen, what is your co-host's favorite color? Okay. We, we did kind of vaguely discussed this recently which may have been a spoiler but then aside from that i have a weird gut feeling that the answer is blue Ooh, no Ooh. answer is gray gray damn it and it i actually the the subject may come up again when we do my first uh first mix i forget volume one or volume two Nope, it was a different Counting Crows song. But uh, you, you know the song, Mr. Jones? Yeah. I actually had decided on gray as my favorite color. I was like, that fits. That's kind of what it is. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's the lyric. And gray is my favorite color. So gray. Butts. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right. So then what celebrity would your co-host want as a BFF? Um, let me write something down here. I actually didn't lock this one in yet. Um, which, and, and this is funny, this big, long, dramatic pause where I don't have an answer is very funny because I feel like this is almost all we talked about on my last <laughs> podcast. Just okay. constantly like, you know, I would like to hang out with, uh, and it just isn't something that, that was top of mind this very morning. So, uh, okay, I got it. See, this one really stumped me. I was trying to think about it before we started chatting. And then I was like, I just don't know. So I'm just going (laughs) to guess. I I really don't know. I'm going to say someone really random like Nicole Byers or something. 
I like that. I like that answer. That <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, I I wrote in my panic. I wrote down Kristen Bell. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then like right after I wrote it down, I was like, "Is it Saint Vincent?" Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know a lot about Saint Vincent. She seems pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I, I feel like I should lose one of my points for <laughs> for that one. I didn't answer it right. Uh, but on the paper, it says Kristen Bell. Okay, that's fair. All right. Hmm. Uh, now, if your co-host could see, travel to the past, see one band, what band would that be? Okay, well, we've had the conversation about Tin Machine, so I feel like that would be too <laughs> obvious to be your answer. It, it would be fascinating. I, I can't get over Tin Machine. <laughs> and I, I love that they, on Spotify... They've got, uh, you know, obviously Tin Machine, the album, and they've got EPs and they've got the live album. They do not have Tin Machine 2. Yeah. I and wonder I, why. I can't imagine what, what would let them have, uh, you know, the Maggie's Farm single or, mm. or what, whatever they've got on there. Allow me to listen to a country version of Bus Stop, <laughs> but not... Um, I can't remember what's on on two. But... No, I had uh, gosh, it must be like yeah, twenty years ago or something. You made me a copy, and you you drew the cover for me in oh. pencil. I think. Wow. Yeah. That's elaborate. Yeah. It was really good. I, I, that's great. <laughs> good for me. That was me. my my first experience of Tim Machine too. Um, which band would you see? That's not Tin Machine. I don't know. You're just you have such eclectic taste. It's so hard to pin you down. Um, I'm gonna have to go with someone really random. Tom Petty. Ooh, that is a great response. Because uh, his last show was in uh, Los Angeles, like at the Hollywood Dome mm. or Hollywood Bowl, is what it's called. And so a lot of the Los Angeles comedians that I follow. Um, had been at that show or had the opportunity to. So that's great. Um, let's see if this works. Oh, no, not that one. Let's do this. That might be too quiet. I'll wait for the riff to <laughs> kick in. Oh, oh of course. So, and there's a, a very specific instance that's always stuck in my head uh, that's been my answer for that. Ooh, The Cure would be great to see too. Mm. Um, but ever, ever since I, I learned that in uh, 1995, which is peak Pumpkins era, oh, yeah. like I, I, I can see the, I can see them without anything after that and, and be very happy with the set. Yeah. Uh, they were touring with Garbage. So 1995 garbage, 1995 pumpkins. Um, that, yeah. that would be amazing. I think because my uh, no, yeah, no, we've done that. I was like, am I about to say something that I'm not allowed to? <laughs> uh, my sister got to see pumpkins in '97, I think. Oh man! So she just missed that kind of. But I think that was that. That would have been when did Melancholy uh, come out? 
So Melancholy was 95. Mm. Uh, 97, I think, would have been Adore. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That makes sense. She had a, she had a poster and everything. So <laughs> was Jimmy Chamberlain with them? I forget the timeline of him leaving. Mm. I think he may have come back for the tour, but I don't think he was on. I'm going to have to Google it now because I don't think that's, he was on. That's the key. One of the key factors for me, like w what makes '95 great? Because I've seen the Pumpkins twice. I saw him in 2007, and I saw him in 2018, 2019. Mm. So I've seen him twice with Jimmy. Jimmy's the most important factor in the band for me because i watched it's it's amazing youtube has so many complete live performances from festivals and everything and there was a show um one of the big like brazilian festivals mm. where jimmy wasn't playing drums with them it was brad wilk from rage against the machine wow okay yeah <laughs> and he's a great drummer yeah but he's not that type of drummer no, it he's, seems he's no Jimmy Chamberlain. He's pure force. I I'm not sure I've know. ever heard him play any other genre really. Than, yeah, you know, it's all Rage Against the Machine and Audio Slave. Yeah, yeah. And he, the Audio Slave, I guess, gets a little soft, but there's so much like weird jazz to to Jimmy Chamberlain's drumming. Mm. I I love watching Jimmy, but but yeah, uh, I've never seen Darcy with them. To answer your question, he was not on a door. Uh, Darcy was. I don't think I've ever seen them live, actually. Yeah, I've seen. They should go on the list. Pumpkins twice and Zwan during the yeah. brief little window where anybody could see Zwan. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I I wasn't I wasn't into that project. I'm afraid to say. <laughs> That's right. That's not on Spotify either. Mm. So when I'm I'm trying to recreate these old mixtapes that I made in you know 2003 to 2000, I don't know. I'd probably still put Zwan on if I if I thought about it. Not there. Um, okay. Now, what would your co-host purchase if they won the lottery? So I feel like you are a generous person. So I was thinking you would buy some sort of art gallery for Katie. Ooh, no. Okay. That is very generous of you. Because uh, <laughs> I, I thought I always, when, whenever this sort of question comes up, you, you want to just dismiss the idea of paying off stuff. Mm. You get a new house. Those are some obvious things. So what, uh, after pushing those out, the first thing that kind of came to me uh, when I was doing this last night was guitars. Yeah. I've been looking at guitars online cause I got, a uh, an Instagram ad for fenders. They've got a, a mod shop, custom shop where you can go on and you pick the, the type, you know, Stratocaster, Mustang jazz. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you pick that, um, and it's got your body types, your colors, like it's a very fun interaction. Um, I, was I like, bet cool. that's pricey, though. <laughs> yeah, about $2,000.26, I think, was the highest it went mm -hmm. with various options. But then I was like, well, who else does this? And I went to the Gibson website. Um, and they don't have the, the customization. They've got all their different models, and you can choose choose the models. And that starts at like 5000 
Yeah. Wow. It's it was it was amazing. So so Fender definitely has the funnest online shopping experience. Um, I couldn't even find prices on the Ibanez website. It was weird. Mm. We are um, not sponsored by Fender. <laughs> no, not not at this time. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't. I think you know, not being a musician myself, I'd never really appreciated how expensive um, instruments are. But yeah, I, I've got some friends that are in a band and. Years ago, well, it must be years ago now. They had their whole van stolen with all their instruments inside. Oh, jeez! Um, and yeah, just that they were they were posting about it, and I was just like, "Wow, that is mind blowing!" But it makes sense, you know. It's your yeah. it's your tool. Um, yeah, pro, you know, professional yeah. instruments are obviously going to be. Uh, what's the word? Sort of artisan, aren't they? Yeah, although I do respect the Jack White uh, kind of ethos of yeah, just buy buy don't buy new guitars, buy a guitar that's lived and make it work for you. See what it feels like. Yeah. Now I say that as a, a person whose first guitar was a a very inexpensive Harmony electric, and I've seen Jack White play harmonies. Wow. So yeah, still not a fan of that guitar. It's mine, <laughs> and I love it, but it. I have difficult feelings mm. about it. Okay. Okay, I'm doing really badly as I anticipated that I would. Uh, opening opening's a little rough. A little rough. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, what is your co-host's premiership team? So I was thinking you would probably go a bit left field with this. Because I feel like a lot of uh Americans who like British football tend to mm. go for like Liverpool, Man United um so arsenal chelsea yeah yeah so i was thinking maybe man city i did that's wrong i can see on your face that's wrong that does pair nicely with an answer that comes up later but i i how would one guess this um (laughs) in 2001 uh we took a spring break, spring break trip to Scotland and found a thrift store that had a very affordable Newcastle United jersey. Ah. And so that's when I picked up Newcastle. And again, like I don't actually follow yeah. the leagues. I don't follow American sports anymore. There's too much happening all the time. They don't wait for me to be ready. And it's <laughs> How rude. How dare they? Yeah. It's like, oh, basketball's starting again? Okay, I'll hear about it. Yeah. If if it's great, I'll hear about it. Um, so I so should, Newcastle... I should, have, I should have thought about which team has the cool jerseys. Yeah. And, you know, black and white stripes is quite iconic. So And and it's great in, in America because everybody's like, well, why do you have a, a referee's jersey? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, my, my backup answer is Norwich. Oh, nice. Canaries. Um, yeah, because that was the local team in Lake and Heath. They were the nearest. And I grew into that, actually, because at the time I was like, oh, well, there's a big Norwich-Ipswich rivalry. Yeah. Well, if Norwich is the near one, I'm going to be uh, saucy and say, it, I bought an Ipswich scarf, and that's about <laughs> all that went into that. But uh, but yeah, I love the uh, the green and gold. I think it's 
it's it's a, a unique color combination. There's there's always one like in most leagues. Yeah. But but it's not all over the place like red and blue. Everybody's red and blue. Yeah. I'm yeah. No, Norwich kind of have a bit of a like underdog reputation as well, which uh, yeah we we love an underdog. So well, well, they just made it back to the Premiership this yeah this yeah. year, right? I just that's again looking this up last night <laughs> to see who's still still in it. Mm. Um, okay, so. More, Going more rough failure. Here. More failure. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's through five. Not on the board yet. Uh, what is your co-host's preferred chip variety? Hmm. Well, you were talking about beef and onion with some enthusiasm. <laughs> so I'm going to say Funyuns. Oh my God. It's not what I have down, but that is a beautiful answer. Mm. Um, yeah. Like in a, in a practical way, they, they are top five. Okay. Like genuinely. Um, I went with, I, I, I narrowed it down to specifically like potato chip variety. Mm, yeah. And I went with all dressed. I don't even know what that is. That's a Canadian style um, that they've, you know, uh, Lay's has imported the all dress style because, oh, you can get this very popular Canadian style. It's very vinegary. Um, it's got, I, I think say paprika. Ooh. So it's, it's got a lot of things going on. It's sweet. It's, it's got a little, little vinegar bite to it. Interesting. My, my number two answer was, uh, wasabi. Nice. Cause they, they had a, uh, every, Every, I don't know. For in the summer, sometimes Frito Lay would do uh, regional flavors. Mm. I think they they would have like four or five temporary flavors. You vote on what's your favorite one. And one yeah. year it was wasabi ginger, and they were the best. They didn't last. Yeah. Um, but there was uh, in two thousand two, two thousand three, wasabi funyuns. Ooh. And I didn't realize that it was only in 2002, 2003, I have been looking for them. Like every time I'm down the aisle, I just kind of glance, okay, regular and flaming hot. Okay, fine. Uh, but yeah, wasabi, I, I will give you a point for for, for Funyuns, honestly. Oh, you're, you're being too generous. That was... Because uh... that is a genuine, <laughs> a genuine favorite. Oh, I, I feel like the, the crisp options we have over here are pretty boring. Like whenever I, I travel somewhere, they always have really cool, crazy flavors. And ours don't yeah. seem to deviate really from about, I don't know, maybe 10 different flavors. Yeah. Well, when, when I was in Iceland, uh, the one that I saw, th th there wasn't a, a, like a huge different variety, but there was paprika mm. as a very common one, like a lot of different chips and paprika. And that was really good. Yeah. I was surprised how much I enjoyed that one. You get that like just... Not in the UK, sadly, but around Europe, yeah. just pretty much everywhere in Europe, they they do love their paprika flavor. Yeah, I was I was I was impressed. I thought it was good. Mm. Um, okay, who would play your co-host in a film? Mm. Okay, so <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna hate me for this one. Um, if oh. if it's Chuatel Ejiofor, I'm not mad. <laughs> Hang on a sec. His That's name casting. gone out of my head. It was there. Bear with me. <laughs> oh, what's your blooming name? 
Joshua Jackson. No, I get that is my parenthetical answer. That is that is the practical response. That is what I've gotten a lot, like since before I really knew who he was. Um, I, I, I knew he was on a show. I knew the name of the character. But yeah, Joshua Jackson is a great answer. I did write down Jason Sudeikis. Again, Ooh. 10 years older, <laughs> but, um, you know, dream casting and all that. Exactly, that. yeah. I, I do think Joshua Jackson is worth a worth a point, though, for sure. It, it is on the paper. It's in parentheses, but it's on the paper. Oh, you're, you're, you're being too nice to me. <laughs> or if, if you want, if you really want to, you know, play on hard mode, you can take uh, half a point for Funny and half a point for Joshua Jackson and Let's have the that. one. Let's do that. Okay. Almost, almost spilled this one earlier. How does your co-host take their coffee? Well, you were talking about your, your creamer. So I'm going to say <laughs> that you take cream or creamer. Um, I was trying to decide whether you take sugar or not. I feel like over the years, you sent me lots of like American candy to try. So mm. I, I think you have a sweet tooth. So I'm going to say you do take sugar. Okay. Now, here's where I've played this game poorly. Because <laughs> there are a couple answers here. If I'm making coffee at home, um, we have an espresso machine that was a lovely gift from a friend. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to sound like I'm too well off. It was a gift. <laughs> uh, or we have a French press when we run out of Nespresso pods. Uh, so it's always a flavored coffee. Because I went 25, 27 years without coffee. It's hard to, like, like when soda is your, your main source of caffeine, it's hard to go right into just coffee-flavored coffee. Yeah. So it's a flavored coffee, and uh, we have a, a milk frother. So it's a spoon of sugar, a flavored coffee, and a milk frother at home. But we were at, uh, we're at a hotel recently, and they had just the, the regular coffee to fill your cup. And that was two creams, no sugar. No so, sugar. Oh, okay. Okay. But that, that was also me trying to be an adult about coffee and see <laughs> if I could manage no sugar. I'm not ready to try it without some sort of dairy agent. That's but, fair. Uh, what, what's your feeling on the, uh, the like Starbucks kind of mega sugar, pumpkin spice latte kind of thing. Yeah. Now th- those are too much for me. Okay. As as much as I'm uh like real soft about it, I need I need decoration. That's that's more than I can handle. It's it's yeah. too sweet. Yeah, I, I I don't mind a bit of sweetness in in hot drinks, but they're just like rocket fuel. It's just yeah. the caffeine and like tons of sugar. It's very well, intense. They're, they're also so it's hard to get a size small enough mm. uh, to, to remember, don't get the big one. I've learned <laughs> this with milkshakes too. Don't get the big one. Mm. You get all the joy you need. Um, it's like I, I saw uh, or heard somebody quote a, a study that after about $70,000 uh, annual income, you don't get any happier. Yeah. It, it provides enough. And, you know, after that, it's more money, more problems. <laughs> so I feel that about milkshakes. <laughs> yeah. No milkshake, no problem. No problem. Okay. Uh, related note, how does your co-host take their tea? 
Okay. I think because you guessed that I take milk and sugar, Mm -hmm. I feel like that might have been projecting because you take milk and sugar. That's my guess. All right. I take tea as it is. Oh, black tea. There's, uh, and again, here it's it's the the soft aspect of it. So uh, what I had um, this morning, it's a black tea, but it's coconut almond flavored. Ooh. E- everything's flavored because again, this comes from uh, herbal tea. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So starting starting at an herbal tea point. Um, uh, yeah, I did buy a box one time of Irish breakfast tea. And it was awful. <laughs> um, the most, the most like legitimate, respectable tea that I I enjoy is a Lady Grey. Yeah, I like an Earl Grey. I love a Lady Grey. Yeah, um, but mostly it's it's flavored green teas and and what have you. Had a so I, Earl yeah. Grey is flavored with bergam. I never know how to say yeah, it. bergamot, bergamot, and uh, what's Lady Grey flavored with? Uh, I, it's, it's the same, but in different proportions. Okay. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. My friend, same friend who got us the Nespresso is like, I like Earl Grey, but it's a little, I don't know what it was, bitter or something. She's Mm. like, you know what you want is Lady Grey. I was like, that's the one. The the softest possible tea. (laughs) This friend is trying to like sophisticate you. A little bit. She, she does a pretty good job. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so coffee, tea, let's finish breakfast. How does your co-host take their eggs? Hmm. I mean, you were extolling the virtues of Katie's poached eggs. Um, so am I going to say poached? I'm going to say fried. Okay. Fried and eggs. you will get a point for that. Um so if I'm making eggs, it's different than if I'm ordering eggs. Yeah. Because um, if I'm making eggs, there's onion and it, it's like an omelet, but it's lazy. It's all a scramble. Bell peppers, whatever kind of vegetables we have. A lot of zucchini. Yeah, that sounds. Uh, that definitely sounds like omelet territory to me. But uh, if I'm ordering eggs uh, at a restaurant, because I've been fascinated with this since I found out it was a thing, over medium over medium okay there's over easy where it's it's a, a very runny sort mm. of dippy yolk and there's over hard which as a kid that was my thing because i wanted to pop that yolk out and not eat it at all <laughs> um oh. but i thought it was so, over medium it just sounds so funny to me so i'll, I'll always order over medium and smile softly to myself <laughs> but uh, yeah i'll give you i'll give you fried for that one amazing Okay. That's my, my first genuinely one point. <laughs> All right. Um, and again, this this is a solid answer. Mm. No, no uh, equivocating here. How many siblings does your co-host have? Okay, I'm pretty confident that you have one younger brother. But yeah, that is that is correct. Oh yeah, that is absolutely okay. correct. All right. Nice. And your sister's older, yeah? Yeah. Okay. May have spilled this one earlier as well. Does your co-host cry at movies? I think he did. You you revealed that one. Yes, yeah. you do. It's, uh, ever since 
Oh, it was, I guess it was pretty rare in 97 when I first cried at Armageddon. Wow. Very powerful ending. Randomly, I was walking down the street yesterday and there were these two girls in front of me just really loudly singing, I don't want to miss a thing. (laughs) And there was a huge part of me that really wanted to join in on the chorus. I was like, nope, nope, I'm not going to do it. Let them have their thing. (laughs) No, I actually, I heard the country version in a store the other day. It's, it's got kind of a different uh, beginning, but I was like, is this the country version of I don't want to miss a thing? Sure enough. Oh, you've just, you've just given me a great idea for my uh, pub quiz this week. Country versions. Country cover versions. I'm always surprised. There's so many. Yeah. I've done done reggae and I've done foreign language covers, but country I have not explored yet. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. Uh, So movie cry. Absolutely. Um, This, yeah, this again, this, this question, kind of a weird one in the way we're, we're playing it out. If your co-host were a superhero, who would they be? Mm. So again, I have to guess whether you were answering like who you would want to be or who you actually would be. Hmm. I know I'm going to be wrong, but I'm going to say Thor. (laughs) Okay. Honestly had not even considered not even considered Thor. Um, I actually, so, so for you, I had guessed Nightcrawler and that's because that was my first answer because I like the teleportation. Yeah. He's a cool weirdo, pointy tail. Awesome. Uh, but as German, yeah. Acrobat, uh, Alan Cumming. <laughs> but I, I thought about it and I was like, no, 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 no. Closer to personality wise, and the, the kind of the characters I play in D&D, I went with Gwenpool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I can see Which, that. Why would anybody get that far down the roster and guess Gwenpool? But that's... Yeah. I, I think I was just kind of thinking like Avengers, Justice League kind of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Top shelf. But I get it. Um, yeah. I, I knew that wasn't a, a, a guessable answer, but... That's one. Uh, has your co-host ever fired a gun? I mean, you lived on an army base, so I'm going to say yes. Yeah, that's uh, that is correct. Not part of it, but correct. Is uh, Boy Scouts? Wow. Okay. Yeah. And also uh, living in going to college in Central Utah, mm. you, you'll be roommates with at least one gun person, and you'll go out to the mountains and shoot bottles. Wow. It's... Or TVs or couches or something. <laughs> yeah. but the things people get up to in Ephraim, Utah, a lot of couch burnings. Okay. Uh, one time, uh, my friend's apartments all got new hot water. I said hot water heaters. They're just water heaters. Yeah. They don't heat hot water. <laughs> all got new water heaters. So the old ones were out kind of in the, the parking lot and they set them up like bowling pins and reversed their car into them. This was not wise. Um, I'm glad they reversed. Yeah. But uh, it it worked out okay. They were fairly timid about it and they didn't try it again. Were these like kind of old junkers or were they actually nice cars? They they were the old ones that they took out and and they had put new ones in. So these were just, you know, going off to 
no, to the, scrap the, heat. The cars so. that they were driving oh, the cars? into them. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Um, well, they they were college kid cars. It was a uh, you know at least ten years old yeah, uh, hatchback. Yeah. Crazy kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you won't be surprised to learn that we didn't do anything like that when I was growing up. Uh, I don't. English media has has given me ideas about the way English students are. Mm-hmm. It's not kind. No, it's probably semi accurate though. I mean, it's basically just binge drinking. Um, mm. Yeah. So, I mean, what I've picked up, it's from About a Boy, Inbetweeners. Yeah. Honestly, Harry Potter, R.I.P. Joanna Rowling. <laughs> okay. Uh, which co-host is most likely to, uh, uh, is going to listen to Christmas music earliest? Mm. So this is your answer. My Yeah. What, what I would say, which co-host? Yeah. I feel like maybe you gave this way, or maybe I'm misremembering, but I think you answered me. I did. Mm. Um, and here's here's my reasoning. Um, you don't have Thanksgiving. Ooh, okay. Because I like to keep Thanksgiving as a good barrier between Halloween and Christmas. I like to let Halloween run off a little into November. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... I do um, my personal policy. We have to let Thanksgiving be Thanksgiving. Let them have November. And after that, you can bring on the, the Christmas I think that's tunes. a very sensible policy. I support that policy. I'm, I'm sure I read recently that Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving song. It was. Yeah. Mm. You're, uh, yeah. They were, they're going to grandmother's house for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Are there but, any other uh, Thanksgiving songs? Uh, there is Styrofoam Plates by Death Cab for Cutie. Okay. Um, and there is Alice's Restaurant Massacre by Arlo Guthrie. I love that you just knew those off the top of your head. Those are the two. Okay. <laughs> there, there might be others, but, but those are the two that I keep, keep available. Every year on Thanksgiving, uh, the local um, independent radio station, they play all 18 minutes of Alice's Restaurant. And I, I look forward to it every year. I have I have the record. I've got the MP3. I can listen to Alice's Restaurant. I want to hear KRCL play it. Yeah, fair. All right, we are running low on time. We got to kind of move okay. up through. Who does your co-host pick in Mario Kart? I'm going to say Peach. A good she she's a if if my choice isn't available, I'll often go to Peach. Um, again, going back to the, uh, what, eight driver roster in Mario Kart 64, Wario. Uh, yeah. I uh, honestly don't like modern Wario nearly as much. I like Mario Kart 64 Wario. Uh, it, to me, a perfect balance of power and speed, definitely lacking in acceleration, which is the way I drive, I should take as more of a factor. But, You've thought uh, about this in great depth, I can tell. <laughs> I've played a fair amount of Mario Kart. Okay, uh, okay. Blur or Oasis? Oh, we, we've missed we've missed our time travel one. Oh, that's right. I, I I swapped the order on the the dock. My papers got time travel as last. Let's do time travel. Where would your co-host? Where when would your co-host like to time travel? Hmm. To? I don't know why, but I had in my head like 
that you would want to experience 90s Britpop. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. To to be an adult in a place where I was a child, that that is a thing actually that I've thought about. That is a, a good answer. Mm. Um, visiting other timelines I felt was a cheater's answer. You know, to to see uh, you know a timeline where Will Smith was Neo in the Matrix <laughs> instead yeah. of making Wild Wild West. These sort of things. It's mostly movie based. Okay. Uh, but uh, my actual a future. I, I want to see. I want to see what it what it's like and get nostalgic for the current present. Interesting. In okay. That did not even occur to me as a possible answer. Yeah. I think I'd be well, the, too scared of going to the future. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was like, well, let's let's see what let's see how it goes. Hmm. Not even like in a gray sports almanac sort of way. Just <laughs> it's like, how do these things resolve? Or do we remember things that are that are right now? Because by uh, you know April of 2020, it came to me: Is Australia still on fire? Did we get that worked out? That was a big deal back in December. Yeah, we moved right on. I think they've I think they've settled down in the well, year and a half since then. But Goodness. I don't know honestly. Yeah, it's a really good point. Stuff like that, it just. I feel like the world is so crazy right now that stuff like that, you just kind of go, oh, yeah. Do you remember when that country was mostly on fire? Yeah. 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 Like on, on the radio yesterday, they were saying, um, is it Lebanon has no electricity? The Ooh. whole of Lebanon has no energy infrastructure at the moment. What? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's just... that, wow. And then they just moved on to the next news piece. Because you have to. I mean, yeah. well, here it is. What can we do? On we go. Yeah, that's Maybe. wild. Um, anyway, I am off on tangents as always. So, yes, next question. All right, beautiful blur or oasis? I I feel like, although my track record in this game so far is not very good, I feel like the answer is oasis. 100%. Yeah. Um, I recognize in an objective way, blur, the better band. Damon Albarn, the more creative, the better songwriter. Uh, his post-Blur work, far better than either Gallagher's post-Oasis work. Yeah. Or even post-2001 Oasis. Uh, I, I, I stopped after standing on the shoulders of giants. I did listen to Heathen Chemistry. It's okay. I've revisited it. It's better than I remember. Okay. Um, but Blur just never clicked with me. As as a band that I like, they had an identity that I understood and was with. There's a lot of Blur songs I really like, but Oasis hit me at an age where, and uh, it's not anything like intra, like different. It's it was Wonderwall. Yeah. It's it's not like I hadn't even heard anything off. Uh, definitely, maybe. I I think for a lot of people our age, like. The first songs they learned to play on the guitar were Oasis no. songs. So they were three chords. They were pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not going to learn boys and girls Yeah, and, and yeah. take that to parties. I mean, it, it is one of my favorite punchlines is, uh, anyway, here's Wonderwall. Yeah. It, but that that's what it was, man. That that hit the radio. I was like, this is, this is the thing. And my friend got the album. Um, I remember the song, She's Electric. Yeah. Uh, it, it reminded me of... Toy Story, 
like the Randy Newman songs in Toy Story, just the the piano okay. and, and everything. I was like, what's this? You know, my what 11-year-old brain is like, was this in Toy Story? This is good. That would be a very different but, film, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, listening to the band a lot and getting the Oasis side of what it, what it really was rather than what I understood putting it through that fit. But yeah, it, it's Oasis. I'll, I still go back. I listen to, I'm, I'm the guy who likes to be here now. Okay. I don't know if it's still <laughs> my favorite, but it has been my favorite Oasis record. I mean, I'm, I'm just not going to comment. Okay. That's cool. That's, that's good for you. That's, that's a, yeah, cool. Yeah. And, and that's fair. Like if, if, if one were to talk about blur albums in the same way, I would have to smile and nod like, Oh, like 13 more than park life. Okay. I don't know what's on either. I know Park Life's on Park Life <laughs> and No Distance Left to Run is on 13. And it's the saddest thing. Just beautiful. Oasis isn't heartbreaking at any point. <laughs> they, they might be sentimental. But I was listening like to the lyrics just last night to No Distance Left to Run. I was like, oh, geez. Yeah. That's a heavy divorce album. Harrowing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we have one more question. One more question. I don't think All I right. have any chance of catching up to you at this point, but can I at least save my my uh, ego by getting one question right? Absolutely. Well, I mean, you got Oasis. You yep. nailed that in one. Uh, all right, Beatlestones. It's really tough, but I think purely for the greater variety of like genres and stuff i'm gonna go beatles it is beatles yes um my dad's a huge beatles fan um so uh, there, there was a lot of music dad had a lot of music a lot of cds but the there was always this focus on the beatles mm. uh one of my favorite movies is yellow submarine yeah um but yeah and, and the stones just never were a presence growing up and I, I like I'm only now kind of getting into to some it, it there's too much. The Beatles, it's a nice contained package. It's a story that's done, and that's very convenient. <laughs> but the Rolling the Stones, Stones just won't die. On tour now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I say went, that. That's that's very distasteful, isn't it? Because Charlie Parker died. Because Charlie recently. Watts, yeah. Oh, Charlie um, Watts, sorry. Hmm. But it's, but I, what's amazing, half the Beatles are dead, plus uh, George Martin and mm -hmm. I think Pete Best has left us. Like even auxiliary Beatles, it's Paul and Ringo left. Mm -hmm. The Stones went from Brian Jones in what sixty nine to that's over fifty years without a dead band member. It's pretty good going. That is very impressive. Statistically unlikely. But yeah, yeah. Uh, when, when I heard uh, so before Charlie had died, it, it, they said he's not going out on the next tour. He's mm. recovering from a, a, a thing. And I was like, what would be great? And this is, you know, before he died. So people weren't like, oh, you know, he's actually a great drummer. You just didn't hear his best stuff on Rolling Stones songs. Mm. So before all that, I was like, what if the Stones went out with a completely unnecessary replacement drummer? like Brad Wilk from Rage Against the Machine <laughs> yeah. or Zach Starkey or something. Someone just obscure. Didn't um, Mick Jagger did a really weird um, 
like super group project quite a few years ago now with like Damien Marley and a bunch of other people. And it was just mind blowingly strange. I I only remember seeing one song and I was just like, what is this? That's, that's a thing I forget. Mick Jagger's kind of weird. Yeah. Because the Stones are are often put up as like, oh, they're a very straightforward rock and roll band. They are what rock and roll is. But he's also weird. He, you know, and is is it Keith or Mick that's really that doesn't listen to rock and roll? Doesn't even listen to blues anymore. It's all reggae. Oh, really? I, I think it might be Keith. Just all reggae. I, I can imagine it, but you yeah. Know. And you think, well, what what are you getting from your own genre anymore? You have to listen to something. You're yeah. not going to just listen to old Stones records. No, it would probably get quite tedious, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, so they were called Super Heavy, and they also okay. featured Joss Stone and Dave Stewart, which is quite random. Okay. <laughs> Good to see Dave Stewart getting work, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that Wow. Super Heavy. That's, that's an interesting one. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I didn't really keep tally. What's the final score? I mean, I know you absolutely trounced me. But. Okay, so let's see. So you got uh, Beatles, you got Oasis, uh, you got Christmas Music, uh, Fire to Gun, uh, Movie Cry, uh, Siblings, uh, you got a point for Eggs. Um, okay, and you had the, the half points for... Funyuns and Josh Jackson, so that's a point. Mm. Uh, how, how, did you get a point for coffee? I can't remember if we awarded you a point for coffee. Mm. I think so, because we said I said uh, cream and sugar. <clears throat> yeah, well, if you got a point for coffee, then we are tied. No. At nine out of nineteen. I did not see that coming. I thought I did much worse than that. Yeah. It's I mean it's a rough opening salvo of questions. It's <laughs> that and that superhero question was hard to hard to nail down. 